Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I am Brent. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. John Wilder? The John Wilder? I read your books! I read all your books! Come in, come in! Give the theme song. Ah! Quit out! What the hell happened to my birds? Son of a In 1984, we have what many folks, and I didn't know this, have called an Indiana Jones ripoff with Romancing the Stone. Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, Danny DeVito, a couple other familiar faces, mostly Colombians, and Eve Smith. I'm always holding out for you there, pumpkin. (laughs) Yeah, she's dead now. Anyway, uh, rip. So um, that's not a bad way to start the show, uh, talking about a dead old lady. Uh, No. Uh, Did you guys feel like this at all was a ripoff of Indiana Jones in any way, shape, or form, except that they went into a hole and pulled out a gem? I would would actually don't want to give anything away, but I, I think that's an insult to Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's the worst <laughs> ripoff ever. I if didn't that, think it was I at don't, all. I don't like, feel like it. I I've didn't never think, felt that. I didn't he kind of dresses like him, though. Like, he's like... I didn't think that was... kind of like a... white, snazzy dance outfit. I never yeah. thought of Indiana Jones once. With the gold stripes? Yeah, I didn't either. Like, yeah. I never thought of Indiana Jones in any scene. No, I had a lot of other thoughts, but that wasn't one of them. No, it wasn't <laughs> mine either. Um, so this film, uh, follows Joan, um, as her sister and her sister's husband inexplicably get caught up with some crazy Colombian guys while doing some treasure hunting. Uh, husband ends up dead, uh, but before so sends a map for some reason to his wife's sister, who is Joan Wilder. She gets the map and, um, also a phone call as she is kidnapped by a third party, fourth party. I don't know. It's quite a few parties in this. Uh, and being held for ransom for the map. And so she has to travel to Colombia, and uh, Danny DeVito misses her at the uh, airport. She gets on the wrong bus. This is terrible. And off we go. And she runs into Jack Trustworthy Colton, um, who kind of uh, agrees to take her to where she's got to go for some cash. And she pays him, and he takes it. And then later on, there's a stone, and he kind of cashes that in, and there's no mention of splitting the money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the money with her. All right. All right. So let's call this. Yeah. I got um, Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you say about this movie? A whole bunch of people turned down the main <laughs> roles. Um, so Zemeckis <laughs> directed this. And it after, made a shitload of money, too. After he finished directing it, he was going to do Cocoon, I think. And um, the studio was like, Romancing the Stone is such a huge piece of shit that we're firing you from Cocoon which opened him up to go do a little movie called Back to the Future. Um, and they were probably pretty surprised for Romancing well, the Stone he, was a giant fucking well, success. They yeah. wanted to do Back to the Future, him and whoever wrote it, I can't remember his name, before this, and no one would make it. 
So he did this out I of... I thought Zemeckis wrote Back to the Future. He, I th- he did. He co-wrote it with Bob Gale. Right. But yeah, him yeah, and Bob yeah. Gale were trying to sell it. And no studio would make it. Um, they took it to everybody. And so he made this instead. Yeah. Um, and then after he this was successful in the box office, they were able to like harangue. And, oh, I think Spielberg came on board. And yeah, Spielberg and Zemeckis go back. I think Zemeckis did work for Spielberg. And Spielberg liked him and gave him gave him a shot and uh i think kathleen turner and zemeckis did not get along kathleen turner was like he's just a film school student who's not doesn't know how to shoot me to be attractive he's doing all these weird things might be on you kathleen mm, maybe well, if you look at her now oh my god she went full jabba yeah i was saying <laughs> i was saying <laughs> with that deep raspy voice she's actually uh fairly attractive in this movie considering yeah no she totally is this yeah, movie made so me so. want to uh Watch War of the Roses. Makes me want to buy rubbers. I wanted to watch War of the Roses watching this movie. So there's that, then there's Jewel of the Nile, and then there's a third one that was started production but never came out. They made Crimson. Crimson. Yeah, Jewel of the Nile is a direct sequel of this. War of the Roses is an implied, like, haha, if they got old and it's kind of crazy, but it has nothing really to do with the movies. No, Danny DeVito, I think, wrote and directed War of the Roses. I don't think it has anything to do with this. No, it's just the same people. Yeah, the same. I think think the the joke is if, if. uh, Jack and um, whatever her name got is, married got right? married and got old and rich and then yeah I think that was maybe the joke but maybe not is that implied or not but yeah Jewel of the Nile is a direct sequel to this actually got released the next year dog shit it's fucking horrible and then they started to make a third Spoiler. but there someone was like ding 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 don't do that good idea and they didn't that was good, a good idea put on the brakes that was good probably pump the brakes not to say that this movie is or isn't good yeah let's start off with the beginning of this movie where it's her fantasy or no it's her it's okay the, so in her, her fantasy in the beginning when she's like writing that book and like you see the visualization the woman in that scene holy hell what in that's not turner in the beginning no. that's a separate woman no it's yeah she is like she should have jaw-droppingly start, she beautiful. She right should have started in this. She should have been the star. I, I was waiting for you to say something because you're like, "Holy hell!" I was like, "What is she ugly? Is she I had, a man?" Is I had she, to what? pause it because I was like, "Who is that?" She, also, they kind of um, do out her face too. They always yeah, have you her can't face really and, see. Yeah, even 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 for uh, hold-up purposes, her her romantic novel, and I know it's supposed to be like a a take on on those cheesy kind of romance dime store novels and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's still doesn't it's still just awful like it's awful <laughs> it's just like the worst kind of shit except yeah, that cowboy that be. evil cowboy the man who like killed her dog and stole her baseball trading cards or something like that and she kicks his butt <laughs> after she knifes him in the in the chest um, that guy i want to see as a menacing villain in more movies and <laughs> he's just great <laughs> that was the best part of that because i honestly didn't remember anything about this movie other than a couple of i don't to be honest with you i didn't even know if i've really seen this movie from beginning to end i remember seeing clips of danny devito doing his thing and clips of like the swinging of the vines and stuff but i don't really remember the beginning to the end of this movie at all so this almost felt like a first watch for me cool it's likely because you tried to forget Maybe I tried to block it out. It's like when you're molested <laughs> as a child and you don't remember until you see therapists later, and then they start opening up all these deep dark memories. That's what romancing the stone is like. That <laughs> <laughs> that's a good description. Isn't that's is, a good review? Yeah. Is this movie in some way a kind of a, a chick flick that just has stuff to appeal to some guys because it's really following Joan and her hopeless romantic 
nature and she's like she tries to grow and change she's like completely useless she gets she throws up on the elevator in bloomingdale's for christ's sake and then all of a sudden she's going down mudslides and having men land between her legs and say well what a hell of a ride that's what i mean though it's it's interesting to me so nothing really happens in this movie till about 20 25 minutes in which is not good no so she she lingers back at home she finished a book she gets the note the letter she talks to her pu- her her publisher a bunch. Yeah, her publicist. So hang on. Her publisher. <clears throat> you're just jogging yeah. something in my mind here. So you get a piece of mail, even mm. though you're kind of late for an appointment, you get a piece of mail and it's from your, you, you know this guy is dead, brother-in-law. Why would he send you like a big, and she doesn't open it. She just puts it in her bag and then goes off to meet her publicist. Yeah, the dead guy. Like, what the fuck? Wouldn't big. you open that immediately? That does, She talks about it later. She's like, oh yeah, he sent me a letter. Mm, I don't know the what it is. The dead guy. It's yeah. like, What? Yeah, so, and we're not we're not given any any backstory on Eduardo. I don't think she even opens it Edward. until she gets the phone call. She doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that seems not right. Yeah. yeah. And her and her publicist, that shit's all boring. Apparently, so when I was reading, there's a wolf or fox right there. We can edit this out. Brent, you can't you have to t- lean the other way? Look at that. That is so cool. It's a fox, right? It's a it's a coyote. Oh, yeah, that's coyote. still cool. It happens. Hey, this is that scene in Collateral. Everyone look. Like, oh, this is that scene in Collateral. It's me, but it's also you, and it's also you, but individually. Okay, so where do we Wait, end? Where's the audio slave? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Where, uh, oh, the letter. Okay, so. And we're back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird that she didn't open that letter um, earlier. Um, and I guess, like, she is going to meet her publicist, and then when she gets home from that meeting, she uh, her place has been ransacked. Uh, but strangely, there's no dead custodian or blood in the hallway that drew her attention to shit. Oh, that's right. Her, her like, her like custodian or the janitor gets stabbed. He does get stabbed in the belly. It's, like, awful the, of Zolo to yeah, do Yeah, but that. he dies instantly, too. Like, that's not how it would go. The, he would have been... That guy would have been, like, Jimmy in the door and stuff, and that guy would have been like... Oh, Ah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that knife wasn't that big. Yeah. It's not like he cut a lot out. He's also, just like, stab. Ah, did, damn it. Yeah. Did anyone ever find his body? Yeah, like he must have been stuffed in a... Like, then it never comes up again. It the doesn't. janitor gets killed. Like, you'd think that would be like an inciting incident or something. But since nothing comes of it and she never finds out, it doesn't affect her story. Yeah, you know, it's a the, nothing. The real hero here is her old neighbor who won't get in the elevator because of rapists. And now she's going to be like, murderers too. There was a man murdered in our building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now she won't take the stairs Don't kill hallways. me, pumpkin. But anyway, so then she goes home and her, is her, her house ransacked. And then she gets the phone call? Yeah. While while she's in the home, her cat jumps into her arms. She gets the phone call, throws the cat on the ground, uh, and stomps its life. You could have really, you could have, you could have really, (laughs) you could have really started this movie um, seriously. You could have started this movie when she arrives. The plane lands and she arrives there. Yeah, and and is trying to get to this town, and then the shady guy shows her the wrong bus and gets on. You you open this movie with the ex-husband. That's the fucking instead of the whole bullshit beginning with her book and her writing it and then having the fucking throwing the dishes in the also she's throwing those dishes across the room. She's not an athlete. What she probably <laughs> fucking could miss that more times than not. Just making a huge mess of glass. Yeah, she is not thinking agreed. forward. She is agreed. not thinking for the future. Also, it was noted by my partner as we watched this movie. Who the fuck empties out a can of I think it was tuna for her cat and then smells it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it to the cat. 
tuna. Like, yeah, it's tuna. And then, and then what did she have? <laughs> Got a thing for Purina. And, and, and she was celebrating. What did she have to drink? Uh, it was Prosecco. I don't even know what it was. I thought it was a little She's tiny addicted bottle. to little tiny bottles. Everywhere she goes, there's little tiny bottles. That's the sign of an alcoholic because they're trying not, they're like, well, if I just buy uh, this little bottle. I like a variety not... too. I can... Yeah. Oh, it'll look like a collection <laughs> until I'm loaded. Yeah. Uh, it's more easy to conceal. He's right. You can just like pop it out, turn. chug it, and then throw it away. You also don't feel like a huge alcoholic. If you buy like a two six, you feel like a like a drunk. You're buying a big <laughs> bottle of booze. But if you buy a little bottle of booze in like mass quantity, you feel you're like, like a giant. These are just little samples. <laughs> yeah, I'm a giant, and this is a forty. <laughs> I'm just sampling it. Yeah, I got many samples. So I think part of the initial, um, a lot of the initial character building for Joan is to show that like she needs to be dragged out to, to find a man and she's holding out and but it's a lot it's a fucking lot she's a shut-in on the uh, yeah she's she is i she's, don't know if she's a shut-in but she, yeah she she's just she's introverted more and well she's neurotic she's introverted she's she's um shy and like she's, not a not a social person yeah she's more comfortable being at home yeah and she's she'd be loaded She's written enough big books. Yeah, well, I never, place looked really and, nice. and I never got that sense because she I almost seemed broke. Oh, I, I got the impression she was loaded like, the whole way. She no, has I a didn't. nice place and it'd be an, a walk up in New York, I'm guessing. But like the, the lobby area, like the hallways didn't look that nice. Like not like a penthouse apartment. Yeah. She just looked like she had an apartment. But um, I, I was thinking constantly like she does have some nice stuff. So it's not that she doesn't look poor, but she doesn't look like loaded rich. Like she's written. She had, seven oh, I'd see. I did get the impression that she, she was, had, she that had, she was very but successful. That's contradictory because she had like 375 bucks in traveler's checks. And, and she, she broke him. after that. Yeah, she had the haggle. Yeah, she yeah but this was hard. 85 and she was going to fucking Columbia. Do you know how far $375 gets you in 85? Fucking four was this? Yeah, eighty-four, yeah. 84 Columbia. in yeah. Colombia. We're like, you want condo? You want men? <laughs> you big penis? <laughs> what you want, army? You you conquistador? I felt like her clothing and her behavior felt very low rent. But she, she, it's because she's so modest. She hardly ever puts on makeup, even like, and well, she just dresses down. Well, I can tell you, she's a procrastinator. She wrote the end of that book the night before her big fucking meeting for her deadline <laughs> with her publisher. Yeah. Like what a, what a cutting it close. <laughs> totally. Uh, not, I, not even an edit. Now, all that being said, I, I did find it charming that she was like crying at the end of her own book. Yeah. And I she's mean, like, they'll be together forever. Oh God, that's good. I do that <laughs> when I finish things. I cry after everything. I cry after I masturbate. Oh, I cry oh. while I masturbate. Yeah, I cry while I'm other like people masturbate. I'm like a good cry masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you could have been so much bigger. <laughs> you could have been a contender. You could have been a contender. I choked on my drink. Thank you. Um, so then finally she does get to Columbia. And while Danny DeVito uh, seems to hold a lot of blame against her for getting on the wrong bus, how fucking hard would it have been to find Joan Wilder coming off a plane in that little uh, airport? Well, Come she on, would dude. Have stuck out. Get your shit together. Yeah. And so much could have been avoided. Another thing pointed out by my partner is she had just mailed the map back. Where do you want it? I'll send it. I'll UPS it right now. It'll take about a week, but you'll get it. And that would have the end. I think UPS. <laughs> I think UPS probably didn't exist yet. They can't also right. mail back her sister though. She has to go. Get yeah, but they could release but they her. They called her and they'd be like, "You come down here now." She'd be like, "No, but I'll mail it." Be like, "All right, send it priority." Okay, so her sister. Here's the address: Old Fort oh, across the lake, why Cartagena, they, <laughs> Columbia. Why, why would they give back her sister if she was just gonna mail it? 
Well, because all they that's... want's the map, and there's no reason to fucking. She, I don't. Just, I don't could... know her sister, so I don't care. Oh, they could. Sister... They could like rape her and kill her and stuff. Her sister seems complicit. While she, well, every time they got a she phone call, she's like up. smiling. Yeah. And sitting there, like she's a fucking hostage. Look distressed. How about um? How about the little Colombian boy who bolo balls her? So Zolo must have been like, hello, little Henry. You stand outside and oh, pretend yeah. to play with kids when she comes out in her convertible. Bolo balls. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's going through was? his Rolodex. Yeah. He's like, he's like, where's the boy with the ball string? Yeah, uh, he's very cheap, but he's, he's good. <laughs> Always hits the neck. He also, yeah. he also drives that car. Yeah. Was that like a Shelby? Awesome. Was that a Shelby or a Corvette? A Shelby is a Corvette. No, is it not? Oh, no. Shelby's no. a Mustang. Well. I think it's a Shelby, but yes. Why was she? Well, that's a that's a brand of off brand. I think Shelby was. Yeah. Anyway, why was she driving that? Obviously, they're loaded because they steal jewels. I don't know. It's never so you never get to know anything about her sister. Her sister faints and falls down in every scene, or is just kind of loosely crying. Her, you don't know about her husband. Why he was killed? He was killed for the map, I guess. I, I, mean, guess, I guess. But I don't get wh who made that map. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Some guy like sat down and was like, here's the fold and I'll put the heart line and then I'll unfold and I'll finish it and mm -hmm. it'll look great and it'll look old, but not so old. And so like, like, not, sometimes some it's in a plastic here. covering and sometimes it's not. Like when that guy tells Joan near the end just to throw it on the ground, I'm like, not in a puddle though. Oh shit. Yeah. Nothing interesting happens in the movie until she runs into the, the bus runs into the car. Yeah. Which is also like nice job bus driver. Why she distracted him? I know, but he's like staring back at her. Okay, like on that road, you don't look back and, and then, talk to anybody. And what then, the shit, dude? And yeah. then she meets uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, he just happens to be walking through the jungle. Yeah, and he's been collecting birds for six months. He says, and only about fifteen grand worth, which I guess in Colombia would go a long way. Um, Michael Douglas is very slight in this movie. He's like short and skinny. Yeah, like. There's a couple of scenes like later when they're banging and stuff like that. Like, dude, need to work out a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. He's, his jaw muscles are super strong. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he uh, he shotguns the shit out of that guy. Oh god! But never never comes never even comes close to hitting. He's them, shooting though. the shotgun from the top of that thing, and it's like I think that thing's got to have slugs. The first thing I thought about when I watched that, I was like, John is going through the roof watching this yeah, movie with all the gunplay. All the gunplay in this movie is terrible. Nobody even aims. Everyone shoots no, just from like... the hip. Like at the end of the movie, he has 300 rounds in that gun. Oh my God. And he, he doesn't so, yeah. even shoot from the hip. He like shoots like from his knees. He bends down at his knees and shoots like at his knees. Yeah, yeah. he's using a Ruger... Uh, I think it's a mini M14 and M yeah, mini 14. Anyway, that, that gun carries in that magazine, like 10 rounds tops. I don't even know if you can make that fire full auto. Maybe those guys did the conversion, but it's fucking awful. And then when he's going to shoot Zolo from down below and he's got his face like up so close against the iron sights, like that gun would kick back and put a big hole in his cheek. I did not like that, Sam. I am. I did not like the shotguns either, um, because he's using a kind of a sawed-off or a shortened um, 870 Remington 870, and it does not hold uh, what appears to be 11 or more rounds <laughs> in the feeding tube. Uh, and there's at one point when he's like shooting the windows out of the bus and then trying to shoot at the guy running away, and then it, he shoots at his own truck. Like I swear, it's 11 to 13 rounds he fires. They do show him reload, Once. which is new for the 80s. Yeah, it is kind of new. Um, it bugged me. It bugged the shit out of me. And what does it hold? Four rounds? 
Um, I, you could maybe tell me that that gun could hold eight shells, but I, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. But not not thirteen. <clears throat> Colin made a good comment about uh, the foley artists had not figured out gun sounds yet. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, they probably the worst gun sounds ever. Yeah, yeah, and also uh, I don't know. Did um, there was one scene where he runs um, on one side of the bus. He runs up from a ditch, and Zolo is on the other side and is an idiot, leaving his legs exposed. But Michael Douglas decides to shoot a basket of fruit instead. Yeah. That probably would have been another opportunity his, to end his ankle. All this nice trouble. Guy. Yeah, and, and then he gives her. She gives him, they haggle, and she gives him $375. Yeah. American so, Express. Yeah. So then, got a deal. And then uh, there's the little trapes through the woods where she's keeping her luggage and he like ditches it. Yep. That feels like we've seen that a million times. Probably, maybe it started there though. Yeah. This is so old. You can't like. No, it's true. And then they slide, the mudslide. See, the thing is with this movie is they, nothing seems that dangerous. Nothing seems that dangerous or is that difficult for them to overcome. They go down the mudslide, but it's like a water slide, and they're, it's fun. Yeah. And, and then when they hit the bottom, they're like, hee, hee, hee. And then when they swing across the cavern, it's the same. He's just like, oh, she can swing across. Well, her crossing and almost falling is about the most dangerous thing that happens the whole movie. And then he swings across, climbs up. But then, like, even for them when they go treasure hunting, they, they, don't, they don't, there's no booby traps. There's no one stopping them. They just go find the hole, dig, find it. She's well, like, what the fuck? There's even, like, even her sister doesn't seem like she's actually in danger. Like I said, like she's smiling the whole way through, but she's like sitting there having dinner with him. Like he throws her steak to the crocodile. That's the scariest thing that happens to her. Oh, yeah. Like you don't even you don't even really get the idea that she's in in danger. You, you <laughs> the get the idea that, that she's on vacation husband? with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. The best part of this movie for me was when they're going through that little uh, small town and those guys that feel threatening when there's a bunch of dudes with guns. The drug dealing town. And uh, then they get to that door and the guys point a gun at them. And uh, what's his, <sighs> does anyone remember that guy's name? Mm, I know his little two. mule. Don Wilder. Pepe. Juan. His name's Juan. His name's Juan. Juan. Anyways, that, that scene He's was my favorite Juan. because I think that's... And she's that, Juanita. Hmm. Juan's maybe the mm. best guy in that whole movie for for being an, a, char- a type of a character. <sighs> I guess, but his, his stuff is like so chintzy and over the top too. I don't want to hurt my favorite pig. And his truck driving uh, along and I he's do. like going through fields and putting them in danger. And he's like so confident. I, like I did. Guy. I did like how he was like, he's driving. Those guys are shooting at him and he's like crazy getaway driver. And he's doing a <laughs> tour as he's doing. It. He's like, he's like my brother planted yeah. that tree. And like all that stuff. Like I thought that was funny I thought, I and thought, he's likable. I thought that was like the best part of the movie. You're right. He is the best character in the movie. <laughs> he is. I, he should have been, he should have been in the movie more. Like he should have got a spinoff. Danny, yeah, I mean, he should have been in Julian Isle. Is he in Julian Isle? He should have been the main <laughs> no, guy. No, not him. No. Danny DeVito's character is useless and uh, well, uh, poorly established. He's just a little weaselly guy who's like weak. Yeah, the other menacing bad guy. Like, it, I thought he was in lot. this more. He's not in this that much, Danny DeVito. No, not a ton. Not a ton. And he's he's mostly there for exposition on who Zolo is. Yeah. Um, and and like for to be the the beating stick for uh, or the beating. Whatever the fuck for Ira. Are they like brothers or not? Like Ira's pretty quick just to leave him behind because Danny DeVito's like two seconds slower than the rest of them. I think I heard some a point some some point say cousins. Maybe. No. They, they're family. Yeah, I thought I heard they said cousin. He's my cousin or something. What Anytime I see DeVito, it's not enough DeVito. 
I know. I love DeVito. And I can love that guy. This movie, he shouldn't just have been in this movie. It wasn't his fault. No, no. He, he's committed to the character, I guess, which is interesting with the smoking and complaining. I don't know, but he, yeah, you could you could remove him pretty much entirely. Yeah, and and be like because he kind of gets the better of them in the cave when they get the stone. But as soon as they leave the cave, the army's coming after them anyway. Because this one random guy on a fucking horse in the middle of nowhere is like, I see a white car and I know it is them, even though we did not see them leave the village and have no idea that they're in a white car. It must be them. They're by a shrine. Like also, what the fuck? Also, Danny DeVito was smart and he was gonna get their, them to drive him in their car. But then once he saw Jeeps, he decided he would take the run. duel and run on foot. Yeah. With those little legs. Yeah. Yeah. Where's he going to go? He doesn't even run like up into the woods where you might get some no, cover he's and running concealment. Or back into the mountain because he has a gun. He could hold out for at least a little bit maybe. But It's more like Usain's spark. Yeah. They, and then, uh, they, get that, they get that gem right back. They So they, they uh, what's his name? Michael Douglas throws Danny DeVito down the hill and then they drive off. And Manzolo and his police are really huge on like capture and not kill like what the fuck is the point of keeping danny devito alive what's the point of keeping anybody alive in the in the final kind of scene like i don't know they seem to shoot first pretty often he's yeah. like where's the stone and joan wilder is fairly good liar i have to say i um mm, look at michael douglas i uh, we didn't uh find anything <laughs> so like i would have grabbed her sister and like put a knife in her throat and been like now tell me where it is or he dies next and then stabbed him in the testicles then she tells you where the stone is. Well, then you, your knife hits the jewel because yes. it's in his testicles. Which they do. Except with a gun butt. Yeah. Donk. They butt him in the dick. Which is also like none of this, like there's no buildup or anything to this. He just shows up and he's like, I miss you at the hotel. And then yeah. they've got him. And then it all just goes down. This was like real lazy fucking <laughs> lackadaisical script writing. It, it just kind of yeah. moves. It, it, it just goes along, but it's not like with a purpose or... He's always dressed like he just got off the set of Flashdance. Like they make a big point yeah. when they're banging after they finally hook up in the town and she's like, why haven't you taken the map from me? And he's like, oh, I want to do this with you. And then he like pulls the map out from between the bed. And so like, what does he do? <sighs> like he was Is he romancing it. the stone from her? Because again, at the end, he's got his boat, he's got his nice clothes and everything and he's there to see her, I guess. Um, but he's not like... Here's your half of the cut. I got this much for it. He's well, like, you I mean, can come with me, maybe. I think the impression is that he's there to to share the spoils. Yeah. He also was after the the alligator with the stone in its belly for a long time while she was begging for help. He it was dove at least a into minute. a big body of water. He's yeah. like, I'm just gonna find this crocodile. Like, yeah. do you know in how its long natural you habitat. Would be? What yeah. would he do when he swim up to it? Be like, I'll get its tail again. Yeah. What do you think? You got an you got an advantage. You little fucking spindly legs in there. What You're a little he, Kurt Douglas. What if he pulled it back from going over the edge? What was he gonna do then? Yeah. It was fucking twice the size of him. Yeah. Yeah. And his was, gun was out of bullets. I think he was planning on pulling it. Back then he'd be able to reach the gun i pulled back also yeah <laughs> um and, and then when the crocodile comes over he would be able to get the gun put a bullet in it maybe yeah and then i don't know it's too it would have sucked because so, his gun had no bullet and yeah. so and then then, like Fuck! by the time like, she heads it. back to america she writes a whole new book and they even say how quickly she wrote it but still that would be a months. novel that big it would be one to two months i'd say if you cranked more it. it's six months that was so thick and then he that shows up because her hair is different and now she's cool with all the cats trying to sell her monkeys in the neighborhood smiling instead of being caught up by a, hey lady you bought a monkey it's real kind of kinky you know Brent was mentioning so too that all those people are like basically like side by side by side yeah, she walked through like those 
like there was they like a six marketers, like six little vendor guys, street vendors, and they couldn't have stood closer together. Like it all would have been like, you want earrings? You want a little monkey thing? You want a fucking uh, hand lotion? You want there's a power fucking in numbers? TV? They'll get something if we all group up here. Just everyone yell at her. I thought they were reporters at yeah, first when I first saw that. I was like, are they? Are those reporters? Bought her book or something? And then I was like, oh no, those are just street vendors. Yeah, they're weird. the worst. Although that guy with the little monkey, John's right, where he's like, hey, it's kind of a kinky thing. I'm like, who the fuck? Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the guy. Who's the bad bad guy? The one that's trying to kill her at the end of the movie. Zolo. Okay, so Zolo, so Zolo is, first of all, he's crazy and he's super tough because he throws the gem over the water. Zolo catches it. His arm, hand gets bit off up to about the middle of his fucking wrist. Yep. He loses his hand. He instantly wraps it. And then he says, Warvel. And he, he instantly wraps his, <laughs> so now he's missing a hand. So yep. That doesn't seem to slow him down at all. He grabs a stick with nails in it. Yeah, what are you going to do with that's a stick only, with nails in it? That's the only What aren't you going to do is my question. He goes after her. Yep. Then she throws a knife at him. He stops it with the nails. Which is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then she, she's he's got a cigar in his mouth lit the whole time he's, he's wrestling her. the whole time he's wrestling with her he keeps it in his mouth he's so fucking pleased with himself yeah, that he's he, like i he's, get the better of her like, now and i'll smoke a cigar while he's i'm like, doing it so he's wrestling the only thing he's wrestling the he's in the wrestling with the in a death grip with another human being with the cigar yeah. she's now he has no hand still so he only has one hand he gets stabbed in the face with a cigar. Then he falls back on a lantern and starts on fire. No, before that, she hits him in the stump with a board with nails in it. Okay. When right I, on the stump. Do you know how bad that would fucking hurt? <laughs> oh, shit. But then he gets stabbed <laughs> in the face. It just happened. He gets cigar burned in the face. Then he lights on fire. But he still goes after her. Yeah, like with at the some worst point, swing. At some point, would you not just be like, you know, I got to reassess. I'm going to slow down Live here. Live to fight another day. I'm going <laughs> to be like, you know what? <laughs> Money's not that important. I'm going to jump into the water, put the fire out, and like fucking go home and think about what's going on. You know, make some plans. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to dental school. Yeah. Go to the hospital and <laughs> get, your, good teeth. get yeah. your hand fixed. Like, yeah. you don't have a hand anymore. You, you got to take care of that. He's got to see Luke's guy. He's like Brent. <laughs> he just doesn't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Brent cuts himself and he's like, fuck it. I'm not going. Yeah, stitch that shit yourself. What are you, a giant puss? So Brent got his arm bit off. Was I'd be lit a, on fire. I totally uh, cigar burned in the face. Yeah, I felt Zolo a hundred percent because I was like, "Yeah, fuck that hand. You don't need that. You're lighter <laughs> weight now, faster." <laughs> and then the cigarette burn. It's just like, ooh, kinky. Yeah, let's fucking kiss. Now. <laughs> you should have been like, because <laughs> when she stabs him, when she stabs him in the in the or hits him in the face with his cigar. He can't use a stump to like wipe away the pain or t- put your hand to the pain. So he puts his knife hand to the pain. I'm surprised he didn't like gouge his own eye out or something. He, he would have with the stump though. He'd like smear stump on his face and be like, oh. It would have been awesome if he cut his eye out because he'd have still been going. Yeah. He was like, one eye, one Fuck hand, it. I'm good. They good call me go. one part Zolo. Yeah, Zolo <laughs> is that uh, that knight from Monty Python where he's like, this merely a, a scratch. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. Just a flesh wound. When I was young, I would watch this movie younger. Um, and uh, up until I was like in my late teens, early 20s, I didn't get the that the plane that went down had weed in it. Yeah, they were throwing that so on the So I thought the they fire. were just burning whatever. And I don't know why he was like so happy about that fire. And she was like, I'm getting dizzy. And I'm like, it must be really warm in there or something. Well, she's getting dizzy because he didn't unwrap it. He was just throwing yeah, the plastic wrapped weed in. Yeah, he leans in and inhales in. the plastic. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> 
oh, that's going to give me cancer. Yeah. That scene, first of all, <laughs> went on for a long time. Yeah, there was apparently more around that scene. Oh, God. Um, in the original script, and they cut it down. They actually had to do reshoots, and so apparently Michael Douglas has gained a little bit of weight in those scenes. But, mm. uh, yeah. Robust. Probably from, they could have just said it was from the weed. I guess that's pretty fast weight gain. <laughs> they were like, he, he so ate a lot munchies. of pizza. There's a lot night. of peanuts there. Yeah. <laughs> I ate three jars. I don't feel good. Anyways, that, that scene was... a great was, big fat person? That <laughs> scene was the only real character development scene I felt in the whole movie, but... I guess you had to keep that shit in there. Yeah. There was really no other character development between these two fucking people. So when are there other movies that have an evil, evil bad guy and then another set of another bad guy and then that bad guy's henchman? Like you got Zolo and then his army and then you get Ira and then you get Danny DeVito, all bad people, two different groups coming out. I don't know how many movies actually have ever tried to pull something that convoluted off. The first couple of Spider-Man movies. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, they have like three bad guys. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of movies probably have like opposing bad guys. You don't want it. It's bad though. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying I think it probably is done. I can't. I can't recall any, but I think it must have been. They they also don't seem to really interact with each other though. Hmm. They still no. kind of have their own agendas. Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like Danny DeVito doesn't agree with Ira. He's like, this kidnapping shit's a bad idea, but I'll, I'll be your man in the field to see it through. <laughs> yeah, good field operative. Good choice, Ira. <laughs> also, when he gets in the cab or in his car and Zolo gets in, he's like, don't I know you? And I'm like, of all the white men traveling in Colombia right now, Danny DeVito would be the most recognizable. Where else do you find like a 5'3", oddly shaped person um, who talks about Batman coming home in a cave later and then goes on to play the Penguin in a Batman movie. And his... You recognize his that. His wardrobe, too, is Weird pretty flex. specific. They it's, have his poster up. Yeah, and they, yes, and a wanted thing. Now, I, I'm willing to accept that Zolo is a, a colonel in some kind of private secret army and not a cop, but still, don't I know you? I would just drive. That was kind of funny, though. He keeps trying to play mm. it off like he doesn't speak the language. And he's yeah. like going through. He's like, oh, he must be French then. Ikea, Americanas, I just spit on him. I hate Americanas. <laughs> Disgusto. Have you guys seen, did you guys see this movie? Brent, you saw this before now. Yeah. Have you seen Jewel of the Nile? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think I saw Jewel of the Nile. It's bad, man. I mean, save yourself some time and don't yeah, worry about don't, it. Don't, don't, doesn't exist. Don't even... Yeah, we we were lying that like the Deadwood exist. movie. I don't want to give anything away, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind if this one also was in, in existence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we do. Let's call do it. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not waste more time. I do have um, fond memories of this movie from my youth. Um, it's an is, adventure movie, so it, it's, it's kind a, of and fun. it's really simple and, and light compared to adventure movies of this type. Even though like guys getting their fucking hands bit off is a little bit gory, but. Um, you know, th this movie doesn't stray from what it's trying to be. I just don't know exactly what it's trying to be. I think this is, I think this movie is more for women than dudes. And then there's just dudes in it, uh, that do some semi doodly things. But mm. for the most part, this is a woman and she's getting to hook up with the man of her dreams, kind of a scoundrelly Han Solo ish character. Who's got some vagaries in his background. Like he came down to work on a coffee boat. And now hunts for birds, but suddenly he's cool with like getting in gunfights and shooting at people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I, at the end of the day, no, this movie doesn't hold up. 
it's unfortunate because of the happy memories I had. But as I was watching it, it was just kind of like, yeah, these are a bunch of scenes for sure. Yeah, there's there's some things happening and Jean Wilder. There's some li- some likable stuff. I'm not going to say I hate this movie, but it doesn't hold up for sure. I was confused how this movie was so popular at the time. And then I was thinking, well, maybe no good movies were made that year. And so it was kind of like the best of the bunch. But then I started looking it up and movies that came out in 84 were Ghostbusters, Karate Kid, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Beverly Hills Cop, Red Dawn, Amadeus, Conan, Mm. 16 Candles, Flash. It's a trial by (laughs) music. Footloose. Like this is how did this movie even get recognized at all? Like this was this is a terrible movie. Like I wouldn't I I hate this fucking movie. I would never watch this movie again. This is a bad, bad movie. Michael Douglas should be ashamed. He produced it. He was the one who found uh some waitress wrote the script and he kinda liked it and he picked it up. Oh, I think he kinda liked her. Well, yeah. she had a boyfriend and he she they paid her two hundred and fifty thousand for the script. Holy and fuck. And then she started I think she actually wrote or started writing Jewel of the Nile and he was having her involved and he had given her a Porsche as a gift, as a thank you, and she was driving in this Porsche her boyfriend was driving and they got into an accident and she died. Oh. Well, well thank, thanks for that hey, lift well, I'm, I'm, it's story. Not, it's not happy when anybody dies, but... She, <laughs> but uh, no uh, more movies. No, well, ouch, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, no, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> That's sad, but like the fact that a waitress who wasn't... I don't know any of her background. Maybe she was an aspiring screenwriter who was well, also a waitress, or maybe she was just like... Ah. It explains why the script is so shitty is all I have to say. And that a woman wrote this makes more sense. I guess. Like I was saying before, this is a movie for women, I think. There's been some incredibly good female screenwriters. She's just not one of them. That's all. Okay. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, well, She's not, she, she, like, I mean, there's uh, probably way more bad male screenwriters. I mean, her being, a, her, being a, her being a waitress beforehand to me doesn't mean anything because everybody is something else before they make it. At absolutely, the right. like, absolutely. That's the Hollywood cliche, isn't it? You you serve at cocktail parties until you make it. Most yeah, actors yeah. and writers are servers. That's the big joke in LA, big. too. Yeah. It's like everybody yeah. is an actor. Yeah, yeah but so, she, she, I... She's not a good screenwriter, I don't think. Right. Well, no, and that's the thing. There's Michael Douglas, I, I would like to see a picture of her because she had to be really hot for Michael Douglas to produce this movie. She must have been like amazing, like a 10. Because hmm. hmm. otherwise, I don't think. Can you see you Michael Douglas producing a frumpy, uh, weird-looking waitress's movie and being like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to make this. Your screenplay is great. I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, Ursula. Yeah, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great Mike, script, baby. No, Michael. Okay. Was, Kurt's his father. It was Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine. Sorry. I keep calling him fucking Kurt. <laughs> this isn't the first podcast I've called him that. But this movie gets 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Yeah, I think because Rotten Tomatoes is fucking broken. Yeah, well, no. It's also... It's people that, that voted without I, thinking about I don't it. They're think, like, I watched that movie and it was nostalgic. I don't, I don't think they reviewed it recently. I think I think they took reviews from way back when. I mean, let's not fucking dwell on this. It doesn't hold up for me either. Let's fucking never talk about it again. <laughs> it's like, we shouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> Ten that. minutes into this movie, I fucking knew. I was like, I hate that I have to spend my time doing this. Oh, wow. No. She's not a 10. Or so, was not. So She's clearly, a beautiful, beautiful person. Yeah, she is. Uh, clearly, Inside. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, Michael Douglas was 
drunk or high. No, let's not say that. Script, eight, eight. When he read the script, I said. When he read the script. Oh, this, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I don't want to shit on people's lives because they just fucking wrote this movie. I mean, definitely you should have just kept serving. But I, I, I maybe this person, like, it was a really nice special person, but they just wrote a bad screenplay. You never know. It might have been a great screenplay in the studio. Fucked it. That's possible too. Yeah, that let's possible. let's we say that. Her. Yeah. yeah, she wrote a great movie, and the studio fucked it. Yeah, they changed it. That's our Michael new Douglas had too much view. control as a producer. <laughs> That's these are all possible things. It doesn't have to be yeah. her script. Let's what matters is the end result, and Colin is saying it holds up. I think. That's yeah. So you I'm, liked it? I'm gonna take a pass on this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> no. Let's end this nightmare. Yeah, let's put a bullet in this. Yeah. In, or in let's head. pump 15 shotgun shells in it without From reloading. The hip. Let's pump 15 <laughs> shotgun shells in it, but with bad Foley sounds of shotgun shells. All right. <laughs> Where does he keep all the shells, too? Like, <laughs> I've been to shoot at the range, and when I put uh, two boxes of shells in my little side pouch to have shells available, that shit's heavy. You never played an adventure game? There's boxes and crates, yeah, and you break everywhere. open pots and stuff? Like, for the amount of rounds he popped off, he probably was carrying anywhere between 50 to 100 spare shells mm. uh, um even it, though he has that backpack like that shit is heavy it bandoliers inside i bet that you shirt. michael douglas yeah. thought that this was gonna make him a indiana jones type character because they did make the sequel and he stuff. didn't he didn't want to do this either they offered this to a whole bunch of i think paul newman so was one of them christopher reeves the script, yeah though. but he didn't want to be jack he didn't want to be ja the uh, main he, character that was good instincts on his part yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to your heart Except yeah. for he made a shitload of money. Like, oh, yep. And yeah. so did this movie. So there you go. Yeah, the movie made a shitload. It made like 86 million or something. Right on. Take us home, Brent. Fuck this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm spent. Just, I, I don't know what you're expecting. Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty much what I was expecting. So you lived up to expectations there. All right, Romancing the Stone, uh, much like the car that Danny DeVito drives in this movie, a uh, piece of shit. <laughs> Right on. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.